following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of Japan. Ukraine and the Russian Federation and in the states of Arkansas, Arizona and Maryland. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you so please keep sending me your questions and comments. Last month, I was one of 30 renowned fine artists, shamans, spiritual and creative creativity thought leaders, writers, and musicians who were invited to participate in the Harness Your Creative Power Summit. Although the organizer is now charging people to watch my video, I have arranged to offer it free to you. I have been working in the area of creativity for over 20 years as an author, coach, and speaker, helping people discover and express their creative gifts. As my regular listeners No, despite childhood ridicule, I've unblocked my own creativity as an author, artist, and dancer. In my interview, I talk about the creative process in general and my own in particular, how people can uncover their authentic creativity, and how I use creativity in my coaching to help people access information in their unconscious and bring it into their conscious awareness. You can watch for free by clicking on the link to Harness Your Creative Power Summer Video or go to my website paulajoyce.com read my September blog Unleash Your Creative Intelligence and click on the link to the video at the bottom of that blog. 
please send me your questions and comments. You know how much I enjoy hearing from you. Since August 24th, at the end of each show, I've been sharing the name of an archangel and what their main purpose is. I'm choosing an archangel who is connected to the topic of the show. All of the archangels are available to help us grow and learn with more ease. Since we have free will, it's important for us to call upon them and give them permission to help us. When we know their names and functions, we will know who to call upon for specific assistance. If we want to, we can even develop a personal relationship with them. They already know us and are helping us, but because we have free will, they are limited as to how much they can help. When we give them permission to assist us, their influence in our lives becomes even stronger. And because we can learn our lessons in positive or negative ways, I always speak out louder in a whisper and say, I give you permission in a positive way only too, and then I finish the sentence by asking for what I want. This is a powerful form of prayer. As Jonathan Goldman pointed out, even whispering the words adds to the power by increasing the vibration. Learn the name of today's Archangel and what she can do for you at the end of this show. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace and wealth. Connection with your limitless higher self gives you an inner foundation of love, which eliminates the need for fear. It is through this kind of self-empowerment that all healing occurs, including healing the planet and yourself and making the shift from the third to fourth dimension. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Do I want this? This is a good question to ask when you're allowing yourself to experience life at a deeper level. It will help you discover what your true desires are. This is a question about things, people, experiences, even feelings. We are often trained to want to be and do what our parents, teachers, and society believe is best for us. Cultural stereotypes tell us that artists can't make a living. Girls shouldn't do better in school than boys. Men have to support their family. Women should be thin and pretty, and men should be muscular and tall. Boys shouldn't cry. Parents and teachers tell us what we're good at and what we are not good at, how we should think and feel, what professions or jobs we should seek, and so on. We are taught from the time we are very young to take on certain roles and fulfill responsibilities that may have nothing to do with who we really are, what our true gifts are, and what we truly want in life. As odd as it sounds, some parents even groom their children for failure. 
Schools often add to the problem. Teachers have too many students in their classes, too much busy work, and too many legal requirements, leaving little time and energy to help each child reach their full potential, learn how to think clearly, make sound decisions, and treat others with kindness and respect. Especially in these times of increasing prejudice, people are feeling even more restricted in expressing who they really are. We are not safe. For this very reason, we must do the unexpected. We must stand up for who we are, what we believe, and what we want. It is incumbent upon us to be bold and not hide. So I encourage you to start asking yourself, do I want this? You must live your life. And you are in charge of what that looks like. If you don't like what you have, who you are or the life you've created, make some new choices. My new workshop is entitled Learning to Think and Live Without Fear. Yes, you heard me right, learning to think and live without fear. We can do this because where there is love, there can be no fear. Some people like to make a distinction between rational and irrational fear. The truth is that when you know deep inside yourself that you are loved by the spiritual realm, you know that every experience in your life is based in love. We are here on this earth to grow in love, wisdom, and knowledge. As you learn to see everything through the eyes of love, you automatically let go of fear. That's the experience of the fourth dimension. Third dimension earth is based in learning through fear. We are in the process of shifting into a new energy and awareness that you are loved. All is loved and that we can learn our lessons through love rather than fear. Each of us is in charge of making our own life happier and more positive. I spend the first three minutes of every morning saying these words over and over in my head. You are loved. All is loved. And I say them to you at the end of every show. The more you hear you are loved, all is loved, the more it will feel normal to you and become your new reality. In my hands-on workshop, you will take charge of your thoughts, replace fear, anger, stress, and worry with love, joy, and peace, and master techniques to use on your own. You will become part of the shift into the fourth dimension of love. We will be at the Dallas Meditation Center this Saturday, October 21st. And if you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area, like 21 Steps for Healing Your Body, Overcoming Abuse, or Creativity of Self-Expression. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you 
do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Deborah Castellano, who will talk with us about how glamour magic helps you get what you want. Last week's show with Danielle Hoffman was about her new book, The Tablets of Light, which were transmitted by Toth, an ancient Egyptian god who is the keeper of the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records carry the information about our past and present lives. A highlight of the show was the live transmission from Toth. Through Daniel's book, you can discover your soul's purpose. I also shared valuable information about the importance of listening to your intuition and how you can learn to hear and follow the still small voice within. When you pay attention to your intuition, you honor your authentic self and can even protect yourself from danger, literally saving your life. When I finished the beginning part of my show, Daniel said to me, you're on fire. I appreciate her kind comment. This is information you don't want to miss. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on Unity Consciousness, please listen to my shows with Dr. Larry Dossie on March 20th, my very first show in 2014, and April 2nd, 2015, and June Curavan on July 6, 2017. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. As one listener emailed me last week, when she listens to a show more than once, the information sinks in at a deeper level and she picks up new ideas that she had missed previously. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting, or in the middle of the night when needing some hope and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Today, my silver lining story is a piece I wrote on March 3rd, 1999. So this is the year I can recreate me, decide who I want to be, a simple statement and an overwhelming concept. So much to do, so little time to do it. Where have I heard that before? Okay, then, who am I? An artist, you say? Come on, surely you just. Did you double-check the address? Maybe you're looking for someone in the next galaxy. To say that you are mistaken doesn't even come close to the reality. Did anyone tell you that I'm the sister who can't do art? Just ask my parents or my sixth-grade teacher. They know the truth, or do they? Am I an imposter, or was the younger me the imposter? And just for the sake of exploration, let's say you're right. Okay, I'm an artist. Now, that raises a whole series of dilemmas. What do I want? Where am I going? How do I get there? To name a few. You're the one with the answers. Talk on. Tell me about me, about my life. What do you mean you can't? I have to discover it as I go along? I never agreed to that. I want a new contract. I demand a new contract, one with a script, a script written in indelible ink, and I want an advanced copy. That way I'll always know where I'm going and how to get there. No surprises. I've had enough surprises, thank you, for a lifetime plus. Haven't I done my part? So where's my reward? I'm ready now, ready for some 
relief from this unknown thing. What's that you said? If I'm ready to eliminate the unknown, I can pass over to the other side now? Hey, where's your sense of humor? I didn't really mean I was ready to give up the unknown. Well, not in that sense anyway. But I sure would like some glimpses just a peek. Huh? Could we do that, please? Oh, well, I just thought I'd ask. Okay, Paula, regroup. Where does this leave me? Well, with the obvious, stupid, learning to live with the questions. Yeah, that's a big one. You're sure it's mine to do in this lifetime? You're sure I'm up to it? I can handle this? Yeah, yeah, I know I can, but I'd rather not. I guess no one is really interested in this two-year-old tantrum. Huh? Hmm. Faith, trust, adventure. Is that where I'm going? Okay, I hear you. One step at a time. Our guest today, Deborah Castellano, writes for many of Llewellyn's annuals and writes a blog on Pagan Square on glamour, the muse, and the occult. She's the author author of Glamour Magic, the witchcraft revolution for getting what you want. Her shop, The Mermaid and the Crow, specializes in handmade goods. She resides in New Jersey with her husband and cat, and in her words, she has a terrible reality television habit she can't shake. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you, and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all the kindness in the world. Fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music and the joy of being alive. With all the violence, hurtful words, anger and fear that's being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. As one Facebook friend just wrote me, you have the best posts. They always make me feel good. While listening to the commercials, use the link on this page to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Then click on the link to read about and register for learning to think and live without fear or to schedule one in your area. Go to my website and look at the calendar of events at paulajoyce.com to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Deborah Castellano, who will talk with us about how glamour magic helps you get what you want. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach millions of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down that you're willing to love yourself enough to get what you want. I'm so pleased to help De- to welcome Deborah for her help, Deborah Castellano, who's going to talk with us about how glamour magic helps you get what you want. Welcome, Deborah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Well, and we're happy to have you. Um, I I, I love what you talk about, and I I think it's absolutely fascinating and something that we all need to hear. So would you start out by telling us how you got interested in glamour and magic? Um, That's that's interesting that you... uh, mentioned that because in your beginning segment you had talked about um, not necessarily being identified as an artist straight from the gate. Um, For me, I don't think I felt very glamorous for a long time in my life. That was something I had to really work to cultivate. And um, I think within the community, there's a lot of confusion about what glamour is, we think of very specific uh, benchmarks like Marilyn Monroe or, you know, like on the cover of Vogue. And that is certainly part of it, but 
glamour is something everyone can do because it's what makes you interesting and exciting to yourself and others. So that's something we can all tap into. And um, I got really interested in that because no one was talking about it. And if being interesting to yourself and others and others going into, like, the universe, you know, your spirit, et cetera, isn't a useful skill set to have, I don't know what is. That's fascinating. So uh, what, what came to my mind was that for a long time, I used to say to myself, well, if I can do it, anybody can, so it's no big deal. So how, if, and I, I don't think I'm alone in, in that thinking, and that's why I mention it, because if you have that kind of mindset, how do you even begin to recognize what your own glamour and magic is? Right, exactly. A lot of people don't know. They don't know what their great work is, which is, you know, the thing you want most in life. They don't know... Um, what makes them interesting and exciting to themselves and others, they don't know how to uh, leverage that. And when you can learn to leverage that, it really can get you to where you're trying to go um, a lot easier. And um, I feel like everyone's glamour is a little bit different. You know, it's that very snowflake thing. And um I know. I, I, too, sometimes fall into that kind of thinking where it's, you know, <laughs> if I can write a book about glamour, you know, and I think about myself on, on days that I would maybe not associate myself with uh, being what makes me interesting and exciting to others, where I feel very uh, overwhelmed and stressed out. And to try to find that thread of glamour when you're feeling all of those really difficult feelings is really empowering. Well, and it's the very thing that can help get you out of that feeling of um, of chaos or stress or anxiety and get you moving in doing the things that bring you joy. Absolutely. It's, it's what can get you. It's, I, I say somewhere in the book um, that glamour isn't just a flame, it's a bonfire. And when you can get reconnected to that bonfire inside you, um, that's where really, really amazing things start happening for yourself. So give, give us an example, please. Of, of uh, my personal use of, of glamour? Yeah, um, one one yeah, of go the ahead. examples... I, oh, sorry. No, no, <laughs> I, go I ahead. I think about is... Um, well, you know, meeting my husband. <laughs> um, I was speaking on a panel um, at an event, and he was moderating it, and he would look deep into my eyes when he would uh, ask me questions, and I would look deeply into his eyes, and I tried to make my answers, uh, you know, reflective of myself, but also sort of uh, witty and fun. I wanted him to be interested in me, and I, I tried to pull up that glamour and how I would uh, make eye contact with him, how I would uh, use my body language, the things, the words that I would choose to say to him, uh, so that after the panel he would come and talk to me, which he did. 
Okay, so what's the difference between using glamour and manipulation? See, you are one of the few people who hit that right on the nose. Most people don't see that. They get very caught up in the style aspect of it and the the outer part of it. Um, Glamour is in part manipulation, which sounds terrible and, and not terribly positive until you think about how that's kind of how, what most people do throughout the day. Uh, the real trick is, to my opinion, um, is to stay really in touch with your intention. Um, if you mean harm in your manipulations, it's not such a great thing to do. If you have good intentions and you're still leaving everyone free will open to them, then you're just sort of knocking on a door, you know, energetically. Like, hey, would you like to open this door? Um, because we do little things all day, whether it's... Um, I, I have a day job, and um, in my day job, I, I do a lot of work on the phone. I change the tone of my voice. Technically, that's manipulation. You send your kids to bed because they can't tell time yet, and you've had enough for that day. That's manipulation. <laughs> um, you know, you you send your spouse to uh, go get some milk at the store after giving them a, a really nice compliment. That's manipulation. I mean, it's sort of what we all do. The trick is, is are you doing it to get over on someone or are you doing it to bring more good to the world? And I also, as you were talking, I was also thinking about your example with your husband. Um, if you really drew upon qualities within yourself, it you didn't create something. So you were no. presenting. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I mean, that's that's a very good point, too, because a lot of people, I mean, like, a lot of people think of glamour as a false magic, so you're creating this person you're not at all, and real glamour, true glamour comes from what you actually have going on. I could have pretended to, I guess, be someone else, but I, I didn't, you know, and um, the real trick with all of that is, is if you really want it to stick, if you really want it to work, you have to work with what's within you, not uh, just create a whole new persona. So in a way, it's really finding the best in yourself and having the courage and strength to allow that to come to the surface and emerge in a positive way. Yes, yes, definitely. And and I think especially women, we're often used to hiding our light. Um, was it Marianne Will- Williamson who said something like, it's not our um, darkness that we're afraid of, it's our light. It's, it's the best part of ourselves that we're afraid of showing. I think that's very true, especially for women. You know, we're kind of taught to excel just enough that everyone's comfortable with it. And um, I think that's also true uh, regardless of gender, if you were socialized in sort of a feminine manner, um, that it's, it's just enough to make everyone comfortable. And I think what, what I try to do in my book is to encourage you to get past that benchmark. 
you know, of just making everyone else comfortable and doing what you need to do. For your for your own benefit and and well being, it's um, one of the people who I follow is Carolyn Mace, and um, mm-hmm. she talks about selfish being full of yourself, and you need to be full of yourself in order to share. And yet we've been taught that selfish is bad. It's a bad thing. We've given it a a negative connotation. And really what you're saying is that being full of yourself, loving yourself, uh, allowing the fullness of who you are to be seen by others is a good thing. I I do think so, yes. I think if it works right, it becomes kind of a fountain, you know, like your cup is overflowing because you are so full of yourself, and then that leads to uh, your your relationship's cup being more full, your career cup's being more full. The more you can uh, give to yourself, the more you're able to give to others, I find. Uh, exactly. And there's uh, um, the opposite that I often share with people because um, it, sometimes we need to see the positive and the negative side of it. If we only give and don't allow ourselves to receive, then the well is dry and we have nothing to give. Definitely, and I know a lot of people have more trouble receiving than giving, but you have to have that reciprocal circuit going. Otherwise, you're going to get burnt out, you're going to get resentful, you're not going to want to give. And while receiving can be uncomfortable and difficult, it's such a beautiful thing, and it, it gives yourself something, but it also gives the person who wants to give something as well because there's nothing harder to deal with than a a rejected gift so to speak you know someone wants to give you something and you feel you don't deserve it so you reject that gift you know it's it's difficult for the person who tried to give it you now don't have that opportunity um and it's it's important to be open to that Exactly. It's a kindness. It sounds counterintuitive, but it's, it is um, a kindness to allow other people to help you and to give you gifts and to do something for you, whether it's just a compliment. Um, you know, often we deflect a compliment. Someone will say, you know, something nice to us and, uh, you know, I like your dress um, and oh, this old thing or, you know, I got it on sale or whatever, as opposed to thank you, you know, and and allowing yourself to feel good and allowing them to feel good. Yes, absolutely. And I am totally guilty of that. Like I, the first thing out of my mouth, Target, $3, you know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I, I think like to be able to receive compliments gracefully is, is something, um, that our culture was maybe a little better at, um, you know, several decades ago. And I think we need to, to take that back. I think that would be uh, really healthy and productive for us as a society. Uh, and yes, and I think the, cir- the circle of giving 
and receiving is so important that 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 fullness that wholeness of completing the circle otherwise it's everything is one way right and then it's not a circle it's a line <laughs> exactly um so Uh, How does, and we're only going to begin this conversation and then we're going to go on break and and talk more about it, but how can your book help people uh, discover their glamour and, and then feel comfortable using it in positive ways? Sure. Um... The book is set up with what I call esoteric experiments. Um, oftentimes in uh, books that involve uh, magic, um, there are very specific formulas about what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to get there. And I've never found that to work for me. So instead, I give you an objective. I make some suggestions. But you don't have to do what I suggest. You just have to get to your objective. And once you've got into that objective, you can keep going and keep working on it. Um, I give a lot of examples of women from medieval history because I feel like if they were able to knock over empires, what can't we do with an iPhone? Um, and I try to approach it from both a magical and mundane perspective. So you have um, all sides of the coin um, covered in, in your work and you can have a very individualized journey. I I think this is fascinating, and when we come back, I want to explore what we mean by magic, because I think like glamour, it's a loaded phrase that not everyone understands, and it turns some people off, so I want to, for people to understand what that is, and also to talk more about um, the medieval women and um because you do talk about that in your book as well, and I think it's important. So if you're, um, so I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows in the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how you're going to use some of these ideas to improve your life and to feel comfortable expressing the best of who you are. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to use these ideas to improve your life and to feel comfortable expressing the best of who you are. I'm so glad we're here with Deborah Castellano to talk with us about glamour, magic, and how it helps you get what you want. Um, Deborah, we were just before break, we were talking about what magic means, uh, or you mentioned magic, and I wanted you to uh, define that for us because it's a word that people are often uncomfortable with because they don't understand it. Absolutely, and the only word more uncomfortable than magic is witchcraft. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. It, it means to, um, really, what I like to say a lot lately, it means to set your intention. It means to put your will out into the universe and to be open to what comes back from that, whether it's from your uh, spirits or um, anyone you work with, a deity, uh, or even your ancestors. Mm. And and so it's, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say this, it sounds like a form of prayer. It definitely can be. Um, it, it depends on, you know, the person, but for me, there's definitely a prayer aspect to it. So it's not as um, frightening or as strange as... Uh, we, our culture has made it sound. And there was something that <clears throat> I read about um, 
the the witch the witch trials and the mm-hmm. uh, you know murder of so many women that at that point in time the women were the healers they knew how to use herbs and uh, um, and prayer to create healing and it was really a way of shutting down women it wasn't that they were doing anything you know strange brews and and the the odd um uh, scary um evil images that we have created Right. I mean, first to address the the frightening aspect, um, I would say it's only scary if you're afraid of your spice cabinet. (laughs) If you're not afraid of your spice cabinet, you should be okay. (laughs) Um, As for, like, the Salem aspect of it, that's where it gets, um, to me, really interesting because um, the accusers of the time were often teenage girls, and that was the only way they could get power. And um, it became this very strange power struggle um, where anyone who they didn't like, they had a chance to throw down. And um, it was a really difficult point in our history. And um, they they were into divination a lot because that was something you could kind of do at home very easily with the tea leaf reading, or they used to do a thing with them, an egg yolk and water and what images you would see in that. Um, So most of the time, they weren't involved in anything really major, you know what I mean? It was more, like you said, healing or divination or things of that nature. And divination is... Um, div- divination is. I just wanted to explain it. it it's um, foretelling the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just for people who may not understand that word. Um, uh, okay. So how uh, then? Uh, the, and there were also uh, women who. Um, queens and so on, and just your everyday woman who had no power, uh, and and really in current times, many women still don't have any power, and so how does the use of glamour and magic help people to access? their own power. I, I think that's what this is really about, is, is permission to be a powerful person and that that's not a negative. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's an invitation to step into your own power. Um, there's a concept that's being talked about a lot in a lot of different circles, which is to take up space. And as women, I feel like a lot of times we, we sort of curl into ourselves, whether we're on the subway, whether we're um, in a crowded room, and we're kind of almost afraid to occupy, occupy the space we stand in. And getting really comfortable with that is a really important thing that we can do for ourselves. It's interesting that you use that phrase because I dance Argentine tango, which I've talked about on the show. And 
one of the one of my teachers early on said take your space and I, I was so timid that I would step shorter than the space that was allotted to me and in order for the dance to work you have to take that full step um, or your partner doesn't know where you are and so it's a um, it's it's a it was a powerful metaphor for me and way for me to practice being comfortable stepping into the unknown and taking my space. Definitely dance is a great example of that. And and so what are other ways that you encourage people to take up their space? Um, I, one thing I did, um, and this is difficult and depends on where you live and all of that, um, for me, it's very hard even today, um, in many places for women to do activities on their own. Uh, like it's okay to go to Starbucks by yourself. It's okay to like go to Panera by yourself. These are all sort of un- unconscious things. I think we think the movies, that's usually okay. But like anything past that, unless you live in a major city is sort of either, um, overtly or covertly discouraged. Um, so one of the things I worked on was, sitting at a bar by myself, um, which sounds very scandalous <laughs> in certain ways, but it was actually, um, it's a restaurant and bar that was by the mall, and I would do it during the day, so it's, it's less exciting when you have all those factors <laughs> into it, but um, it took me a while to get comfortable. I, I don't think it was until I had done it three or four times. And even if I was just ordering food, even if I was, I mean, there were all these guys sitting at the bar watching the game, you know, texting and just hanging out, not necessarily together, but they looked comfortable in the space they were. And I felt so self-conscious at first. It took a a while to not feel self-conscious about it. Uh, yes, I understand completely. And as a single woman, I often will go to the theater alone or to um, to you know somewhere to eat. But you're right; there are certain limits. It's like, are, am I going to walk into a fancy restaurant and eat alone? You know, it's right. It's okay. <laughs> and so, how do we? Uh, I think it's you talked about intention before. I think we can set an intention of allowing ourselves to uh, to find ways to not shut ourselves down. But if we want to go hear a concert or see a play or go on a trip alone. I remember uh, when I was newly divorced and I was turning 60 and I didn't want to be alone with a glass of wine or whatever um, or the television. And I took myself on a cruise. And it... Yeah, and and a lot of people said to me, you're alone, you know, and then all these people would come up to me and comment and tell them how, like one widow, how it then empowered her to do the same. 
And so we can also help other people break the cultural mores and be ourselves. Absolutely. Um, my mom is a lady of a certain age, and she's a widow, and she travels the world on her own. And uh, all of her friends were always very scandalized by that. And, I mean, I think it's such a great thing, you know, to, to do what you want when you want to do it and to not have to you know, drum up some companion to do it. And I mean, of course, you should have your personal safety in mind, etc. But if it's a situation that you feel safe in, you should allow yourself that opportunity. Beautiful. Thank you so very much, Deborah. This was wonderful. And I encourage everyone to go to charmedfinishingschool.com to learn more about Deborah Castellano and to purchase her book. And I'd like to thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook. Then read my latest blog and go to my store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment, and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, or remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Finding the Silver Linings, the I'm Awakening, or the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Be sure to send me your questions and comments. I want to hear from you. And if you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my ultimate creative problem-solving process. Um, and I'd like to introduce you to the Archangel Andronia, who is the Archangel for self-love, which is what we're talking about today. Remember to give her permission in a positive way only to help you find ways to love yourself. Everything stems from self-love. The more you love yourself, the more you have to give love. Archangel Andronia is wanting to work with you. So remember, call in her name and give her permission in a positive way only. Then look for signs and new ways to fulfill your desire to love yourself. Please join us next Thursday right here with Scott Stabile on the power of living with an open heart in October 26 with Rabbi Ilana Zaman on writing the forever letter. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. 
As one client said to me this week, I'm so grateful to Bernie Siegel for his suggestion that you could be my chosen mom or CM. You are loved. All is loved. Let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.